The Last Word with Matt Cooper. If you're only joining us now and expecting our daily business news, we did it earlier in the programme when we got Ian Guider to go over the big business story of the day, which was uh, the revelations that came from RT in relation to secret payments to its top broadcaster, Ryan Tuberty. We will have that available as a podcast later if you missed it, or you can find it on the listen back function that we have here on the Today FM website if you go to the last word page. We're joined now by Elaine Burke, who of course is with us on a regular basis for our TV and streaming spot on a Monday, uh, but who also is a tech journalist. And that's the reason why we've asked her to join us today. In a moment, we're going to talk about the tech bros the elderly tech bros, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg, and the stunt that they're threatening. But I want to ask you first about subscriptions, online subscriptions, and how they can automatically renew and be so difficult to actually unsubscribe from. The reason being, tell us what's happening in the United States in relation to Amazon. Yeah, it seems that the FTC in the United States, which is the regulator that would oversee a lot of tech companies there because of the digital comms aspect of what they do, uh, it seems to be making an example of Amazon with this uh, court case that they've taken against them. They were already in discussions with Amazon about this issue with um, that auto renewal process and also the difficulty users had with opting out of that process as opposed to the ease at which they could opt in and the, the pushes that made them opt in as well. Um, and Amazon seems to be a taken off guard that in those discussions and in changes that it has made ahead of this lawsuit that it's now been hit by a lawsuit that is threatening um, some legal um, ramifications that will actually require them to make some changes, some further changes, but also have some uh, financial fines attached to it as well. So it's a lawsuit that's just been filed by the FTC um, and it is a practice that's common enough out there and it's called dark patterns essentially. Sorry, what's it called? Dark dark patterns? Never yeah. heard that before. Explain it. I'm, I'm really glad to actually highlight this as, as something that people should be aware of. And it's a way that uh, user interface design uh, can actually nudge a user to, to take actions that maybe aren't in their best interest or weren't what they intended to do. So it can range from really nefarious things like, say, an ad on a website that looks like it has a download button and that website happens to be somewhere that you're seeking to download something and the ad actually makes you click download rather than the download that you intended to do. Something like that would be a dark pattern. And that would be a very nefarious use. A lot of websites actually don't allow advertising like that for that very reason. And But they can also be much more subtle things, like even when we get those pop-ups for, say, cookie consent and stuff like that every time you visit a website – you'll notice quite often that the button to accept all terms as they are set by default uh, is much more prominent than the button that gives you the option to maybe uh, explore what you're signing up to and what kind of data that you're releasing there. And that's also a dark pattern. So some are subtle enough, but some are a lot more nefarious. Do you reckon lots of people get caught out as well by not realising when uh, the annual subscription has expired and they find up get find themselves being auto enrolled for the next year? Absolutely. And that's the thing. Like, it's very easy for a website to make it hard for you when you do realize that they make it easy to sign up and hard to sign off, essentially. So auto enrollment, they pitch that as like, that's an easy thing for you. You don't have to worry about this. Just sign up and forget about it. And that's what they want you to do because you forget about it. And then you also forget to unsubscribe when it's no longer of use to you. And if you're not paying attention to your um, monthly expenses, you might miss these things. And then when you do go to unsubscribe or um, to get rid of a subscription, 
you can actually find that the route to that is actually quite difficult. Maybe it's not as easy as clicking a button at the bottom of an email. You have to navigate pages deep in a website. And that's actually something that was highlighted in this Amazon case where allegedly internally at Amazon, they called the unsubscribe process the Iliad, which is a Greek epic about a long, arduous war. And it's because it was a four page, six click, 15 option process, according to the FTC, when signing up was probably like one or two clicks. We have a listener says, just got stung with Amazon myself, signed up for the 30-day trial and forgot about it. No notification from Amazon that the trial was ending and that I was moving to a paid service. As they had my credit card stored, they auto-charged. 30, free trials are absolutely about doing that. That's like At the end of the day, these companies want your money. <laughs> That's what they want out of you. And anything that makes it easier to get that through these kind of... Um, usage tricks and these um, like enticing moments that they create such as a free trial can do that. Now it, there should obviously be a warning if you're signing up to, for a free trial that auto-enrollment is included. Some sites don't do auto-enrollment because they're a little bit more respectful of users but you have to keep an eye out for which ones are going to do it and uh, if you're really just want the free trial and then maybe to remind yourself to get off of it is as soon as you sign up to that free trial, set a reminder in your phone that the date, 30 days on, you're going to have to review whether you actually want to continue this or not. Okay, listen, while we have you there, tell us what's going on between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk. Yeah, well, I don't like you calling Mark Zuckerberg elderly because I'm pretty sure he's my age. (laughs) All right, he's 39. Sorry, I was thinking more of Elon Musk who's more my age. Yeah, well, yeah, but both of them are old enough to know better than what they're doing. But essentially, it's um, Elon Musk, uh, who tweets out whatever his shower thoughts uh, come to him, uh, said about uh, in response to Meta building a Twitter rival that he'd like to face Zuckerberg in a cage match. And then on Instagram, Zuckerberg shared a screenshot of that tweet and said, name the location. Musk's response was was the octagon. So it's looking like they're setting up a cage match. But what, what's really happening is that just two billionaires are using platforms that they own to have a really stupid conversation because they want to show that they're just one of the guys and not problematic billionaires who own social media spaces. Yeah, but also Zuckerberg does jujitsu, doesn't he? He'd kill Musk if he got into a ring with him. Honestly, yeah, he's like, you know, like a lot of people on Instagram, he share, he's sharing a lot of his fitness journey. And uh, yeah, he has medals, as far as I know, for jujitsu competitions. He's also been part of this training regime that like I think a US Marine laid out where he runs a long distance wearing like a weighted vest and stuff like that. So he's on a bit of a fitness regime himself. So I'd say he would be well up to the challenge. And I really doubt this could just be another thing that Musk is just saying and then might actually have to go through with it like when he bought Twitter. (laughs) Thank you very much, Elaine Burke. Andy O'Donoghue for Tech Thursday with us straight after this. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today FM.